0: What is going on Terminator fans? Welcome back. If this is your first time tuning in, thank you. I really do appreciate that. It means a lot to me. And if you are a returning listener, that means a lot to me as well. Um, Just kind of updating you guys on the podcast the show, uh, things you can expect, uh, places you can find me. Um, I'm on all social media outlets at T one Oh one podcast. So that is where you can keep in touch when I'm not recording the show, when I'm not doing this with you guys. That is where I'm gonna be active. So if you wanna talk Terminator, if you wanna share stuff, uh, throw around ideas, that is where you can do it. Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, you can follow all of those. And I would recommend following every single one of them because uh, certain times only one particular outlet is gonna get uh, a new bit of information or a new photo or a new video, whatever. So sometimes it'll, be only Instagram getting something and sometimes it'll be only Twitter getting something. So follow the podcast on all of those and you're going to be totally up to date on what is happening. Um, But all of the big stuff definitely will be shared all around on all three. So you're not going to miss out on the big stuff. But um, that's what's going on there. Uh, Letting you guys know where Uh, The show is going in the future, and things and people you can expect to hear from. Uh, Some of the guests coming up are very exciting, so I just wanted to let you know, uh, coming up here we're going to be having Seth Urington from a podcast called Cinema Scumbags. He's also a uh, YouTuber who has a channel. I think he has one of his own channels still, which is where I found him. It was called Seth Talks Film, but then he found a couple friends, and they formed... um, a channel called uh, Slacker Media, a fantastic perspective on film. He's a diehard, you know, fan of movies, Terminator. So I reached out to him and said, "Would you love to be on the show?" And he did. He he told me he wants to do the show. So we just got to find time. Obviously, like anytime you have a guest on, you have to find the time. But uh, he will be coming on the show. So look forward to that. Go check out his stuff. And following Seth is going to be, and this is in no particular order, but um, following him is going to be the co-host of Action Movie Anatomy. If you guys listened to uh, one of my earlier episodes, I had Ben Bateman on, and he's fantastic. He has a co-host on the show that introduced me to Ben. Uh, His name is Andrew Guy, and uh, he is a professional film actor, producer, content creator, and I've always wanted to get him on the podcast, or one of my podcasts. I've had multiples in the past, but this is the one I'm focusing on right now, and I will continue to focus on. So we're gonna have Andrew on And that's a real treat because Andrew, along with Ben, are some of the most well-spoken individuals when it comes to film because they work in the industry. So they have a really, really good view on filmmaking in general. So I'm so excited to pick his brain. And then the ultimate, which is going to be next year. So hopefully you guys stick with the podcast because next year I'm going to be talking to Billy Ray. He is uh, the writer of Captain Phillips, yes, the movie with Tom Hanks, and he's also one of the co-writers of the first Hunger Games movie, as well as one of the writers of next year's Terminator film. So, I am going to be talking to one of the screenwriters for Terminator, which is the tentative title, right? So... I am so excited. I reached out to him and he got back to me so fast, it was insane. And he said, happy to, but can we just do it closer to the release of the film? And I have a feeling he just wanted to do that so that no spoilers would be given away. Like I would ask him something and by accident he would tell me. So I have a feeling that's the reason. And I'm more than happy to wait because he's going to be worth the wait. I mean, talking to one of the writers of the script for the new Terminator film. So that is the most exciting one. Stay tuned. That's going to be coming up next year. But in the meantime, we're going to be filling uh, the show with so much content. It's not going to be funny. It's going to be Dead ass serious. No, 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 I'm just kidding. We're going to have a really good time here, guys. Um, thank you so much for being here. And coming up, I wanted to uh, talk to you guys a little bit about and uh, throw around some ideas here about the time travel element and the timelines that are involved in the first two Terminator films, okay? So coming up, that's what we're going to talk about, and then we're going to get into some call-ins uh, from some of my listeners that called into the Into the show and uh, we're gonna share those as well and I'll comment on them so stay tuned we're gonna be coming right back alright guys so we are back and I wanted to talk to you guys just for a few minutes not super long but I wanted to talk a few minutes about the time-travel element of the first two Terminator films and the timelines that are created so because I've read so many theories and, I mean, who am I to say that I'm correct and that person is wrong? You know what I mean? It's all subjective. Nothing is cemented when it comes to this because James Cameron really has never explored it. And that's one of the best things about the first two Terminator films. They're not really about time travel. He's even commented on this. They're really about the present day and this kind of supernatural force that's injected into it. I love uh, kind of... Uh, bringing all bo- you know, both of the films I love bringing both of the films back to that general idea they are present-day stories with a supernatural force injected into them they dabble in time travel right so that's one of the brilliant things so I mean it, it's all speculation at this point but in my mind this is how it goes anytime you send something back in time and The whole jumping forward in time never made sense to me. I'm not a fan of that. Anytime you send something back in time, you create a new timeline. So everything that we see in the first Terminator and in the second Terminator happen on timeline B. So in your head or on a piece of paper, whatever's easier for you, draw two literal lines and then title one of them, A, and the other one, B. Everything in the first two films happens on B, so we as the audience have to kind of make up the the backstory of timeline A. How did we get to timeline B? So forget about B right now, we're gonna focus on A. This is how I've worked it out in my mind. On timeline A, we have Sarah Connor being born growing up, living her life, going to school, uh, becoming the waitress we all know and love. Um, Also, at some point, it's not very clear, uh, Kyle Reese is born, um, as well as Cyberdyne and Skynet. So everything happens that we kind of figured out, right, by watching these movies. The thing that is of real concern to a lot of people and something that doesn't make sense to a lot of people Especially if you consider everything happens on one timeline that's when it gets confusing, but if you look at it the way I look at it where going back in time creates a new timeline on the on the first timeline on timeline a Kyle Reese is not John Connor's father. It is some random Schmuck so we're gonna call him random schmuck. That's who Sarah meets forms a relationship and they create a son, who they call John, right? So, um, that's how that works out. Everything else happens, uh, you know, Skynet or Cyberdyne, whoever you wanna call them, it it is Skynet, but some people prefer to say Cyberdyne, uh, becomes aware and Judgment Day happens, the machines rise, and now we are up to 2029, where Skynet sends back the T-800, as well as the Resistance sending back Kyle Reese. So now we're on timeline B, right? That is where the first Terminator essentially starts, after we get a glimpse of the future war from timeline A. Um, And then it continues that way, right? It continues all the way up until the end of the film, and then bam, there's a storm on the horizon. And then uh, 10 years later, right, we are... uh, into the second film. And again, we're still on timeline B. Another thing that uh, people kind of seem a little iffy on is, and this is something that you can debate as well, It's, it's, you have to assume that anything that happens on timeline B, right? So if Sarah were to have been killed in the first film, we as the audience have to assume, okay, so on timeline A, that wipes out John Connor. John Connor literally bursts into dust, right? He is evaporated. He no longer exists. You know, that's how we have to assume it works in this particular world. So uh, one of the things that I've come across is, okay, so why does it take 10 years For Skynet to send back another Terminator. Why don't they just immediately send the T-1000 back? Well, a couple things. One, the technology probably wasn't created. Um, We also have to assume that, you know, it was the final battle. So Skynet was probably badly weakened. Um, So, you know, stuff takes time. And, you know, Skynet knew that, you know... Well, okay, so maybe the first Terminator didn't do anything because John Connor is still existing. So we're going to take our time. We're going to develop the ultimate, right? So they had to figure out all of the, you know, mechanics and engineering of the T-1000, how to send that back. Again, that's another brilliant thing about T-2. It doesn't show you the T-1000 arriving, how he arrives. He's just kind of there. We see the outline um, on the fence. But uh, yeah, and then we're continuing into T-2, right? So, yeah, I mean, those are like the two big things is who is John Connor's original father, right? It's not Kyle Reese. And then the whole technology time thing, um, you know, is time relevant or is it the same between the two timelines or is it kind of on timeline A, it's kind of like, I don't know, maybe a year or two. And then on timeline B, it's 10 years later, you know, how... How is time manipulated? We don't really know. That's one of the greatest things. It's all up to our imaginations, and I love that part about it. So I wanted to share that with you guys, throw that around, um, call in to, uh, to the show, and uh, kick around your ideas with me. I would love to talk with you guys about this because it's so fascinating. So having said all that, we got some call-ins coming up. Let's get into them. Here we go. Hey, man, this is Nick from Daily Hypothetical. Really interesting stuff on Terminator. I hadn't heard any of that. I really hope they don't try to just continue these storylines that they have. I feel like that's always a mistake on, like, sequels, or I don't know if this is a sequel or if it's, like, a re, re-do altogether. But whenever they feel compelled to stick too true to the original story, it seems like it's always, always the worst-case scenario. I, I hope what you're saying is true. You know, they kind of realize now that reality is this way what if we set it now and we're looking backwards it was around the decisions of do we send somebody something back to try to stop this you know versus from the other perspective originally which was holy crap these people are landing here from the future it's kind of more the perspective of we are the future and should we now be sending something back So that was Nick from Daily Hypothetical. And first of all, thank you for calling in. That is actually uh, a little bit of an old call in. Um, I had a podcast here on Anchor that uh, was more about a general focus on movies. So he called in about a year and some change ago and left that. Uh, But I wanted to share it with you guys because it's still relevant. Um, You know, nothing has come out uh, in terms of uh, plot or uh, real focus on story so it's all speculation still at this point in terms of what the new Terminator film is going to be about so I just wanted to uh, you know let you guys hear his thoughts and just kind of piggyback off of that saying you know that would be yeah you know that that's a good um, idea Uh, my big thing and I will get into this into uh, a little bit more detail later on down the road but The one thing that I really hope the new film focuses on the most is staying on because this is a direct sequel to Terminator 2. So we are wiping out T3, 4, and 5. Um, And that's the one thing about the call-in. You labeled it T7. This would technically be T6. Um, If we're being uh, in the feature-length film world, it would be T6. So they're wiping out those films, so hopefully the new one stays on the timeline of T2, right? Timeline B, uh, which we just talked about, Um, and doesn't do a whole lot of time travel stuff. I really hope that they don't do that, because um, if you keep it a present-day story especially like you said we are the future right depicted in the first terminator film it was all science fiction it was speculation it was uh you know kind of predicting right we are now the future we are getting close to 2029 um we're only 11 years away so keep it present keep it present and don't focus on time travel and stay on the timeline that was established in the second film, which hopefully, and it sounds like they are, they will do because it is a direct sequel to uh, to T2. So yeah, that is uh, Nick. And uh, thank you, man, for calling in. And now we're going to get into another call-in. Here we go.
1: Hey, Green Eddie. This is Rampage the Misfit from Misfit Minded. Just, uh calling to say it's good to see you back on anchor you no know, you took a bit of a hiatus i did the same still kind of on a hiatus um but I'm, I'm liking the new focus of the show uh just strictly being about the terminator franchise and you know especially those first two which are the best like undoubtedly the best um also calling just to say that if you ever needed someone to completely geek out about those first two films my door is always open uh those two cameron masterpieces i prefer the second one and i just revisited that one the other day and it's just it's amazing how much that movie still holds up so yeah i just wanted to call and say both of those things and i hope to hear from you soon man keep up the good
0: work rampage the misfit Glad to hear back from you, dude. Uh, Back when I had my Bigger Boat Movies podcast, uh, Rampage, uh, he would constantly, you know, back and forth, we would just call and, um, you know, share our love for movies in general. So uh, glad to see that you are... Uh, hopefully gonna come off of your hiatus uh, because I loved your station and your podcast Um, but yes thank you for calling in to Terminator 101 I appreciate the kind words uh, and you know it's Terminator 2 is fantastic you know it's just a little bit below the first one for me like if the first movie is a hundred then T2 is ninety nine point nine you know what I mean so that's where I stand on those. But glad to hear back from you, man. And other than that, guys, that is it for this episode. Um, call into the station, whatever you want to do. If you just want to share an idea, if you want to uh, say something positive, constructive criticism, whatever you want. Um, I'm, my, my door is wide open, so I really do appreciate it. Find me on uh, social media, and let's stay in touch over there. But until next time, keep watching Terminator, and more importantly, keep on terminating.